Okay, you guys, here we go. She Runs Ultras episode number 120. I want to tell you a story about a time in my life that I was just sort of like thinking about the other day. I don't know if if like a Facebook memory came up or what, but I was thinking about back in 2012 or maybe it was 2013 when Adam and I moved to Burlington, Vermont. Now at the time we were living in Arizona and looking for a way out of there. And (laughs) that is a whole other story that I will tell you at another time. But basically we just needed to get out of there ASAP. And as luck would have it, we were sort of like talking about, okay, how are we going to extricate ourselves from this situation? Adam actually was offered a job in Burlington, Vermont, not long after we decided to move. Now we had just decided to leave Arizona and we hadn't actually figured out where we were going to land. But then when he got the job offer, we decided, okay, we're going to Burlington. Now I know Burlington sounds like the total opposite of Arizona, and it is, but I actually went to school there. So for me, it was like going home. I spent four years in college in Burlington, Vermont, which like, if you look at the map, (laughs) they are on polar opposite ends of the country, not only in like the weather, but just geographically. And to be honest, It's kind of funny because it's actually only three hours from where we grew up in New Hampshire. So it really was kind of like going home. So I straight up quit my job in Arizona. And like I said, I'll tell you that story. It's a crazy story. I'll tell you it another time. But we drove across country to Burlington. And when we got there, we, uh, Adam just went straight to work and I actually didn't have a job. And back then the housing market was crazy, like no houses to buy and also very few apartments to rent that were pet friendly. So my aunt and uncle were gracious enough to take us in and let us crash with them for a while. And every day Adam got up and went to work. And then I got up and went down to the kitchen table and started my work of finding us a place to live and a job for myself. And I spent weeks on both of these things. I went and saw every shitty apartment (laughs) within like a 20 mile radius of Burlington. And luckily, I scored us a place to live. There's a whole other story around that that maybe I will tell you at the same time that I tell you the Arizona job story, but I not only scored us a place to live, but I also scored myself an interview with a company that I really wanted to work for. And I went through their whole interview process. Like, uh, like this was multiple steps along the way, right? Submit your resume, come in, like meet, I met with both of the owners separately, as well as three or four managers, like department and account managers within the company. And then I waited, I waited, I waited, I waited for what seemed like forever, forever, for a callback. And right when I was about to give up hope, I got the phone call. 
phone call that I was hired. I was, I was offered a job and I was ecstatic and, uh, I was excited, but also terrified at the same time because, you know, like I had just left this other job and now I was starting something completely new. And I can actually remember showing up for my first day of work. I was the new kid and it was pretty clear that right away I had a lot to learn. And I'll be honest, this, um, It's not a position that I enjoy being in. I find it very uncomfortable. And if I had it my way, I would prefer to just skip the whole being new part (laughs) and skip to where I have already learned everything I need to know. And I'm able to just show up and do my job like everyone else. Because let's be honest, like it's really uncomfortable to be the new kid. I don't know how many new any things you've had, like new jobs, new volunteer opportunities, like how much newness has been in your life. But I find it very uncomfortable. And on top of being new, the industry that this job was in had a lot of nuance to it. And so it took me a couple of months to get up to speed. I wasn't really let loose for what seemed like forever. Like I I always had to, you know, run things by other people and rightfully so, because during that time I had my good days, but I also made my fair share of mistakes. Now in my defense, some of them were very small, (laughs) but a couple of them were big, like had the potential to cost the company some big money. Okay. Now I was able to correct them. I used my people skills, (laughs) but I learned, all right, like I made these mistakes. I was able to correct them. But the real thing is that I learned stuff that was very important and that I wouldn't have known if I had just tried to fast forward through those first few awkward months, right? If I hadn't learned those lessons when I did, it's likely that I would have cost the company some serious money and probably been fired. (laughs) Because you're talking big accounts for very high profile companies here, okay? So the real lesson that I learned from this experience is that it's okay to be new. It's okay to not know what you're doing. It's okay to need to go through the process of learning what to do and what not to do. Sometimes that's even more important. And as a result of having that job for the next three years, I learned so much and I watched many other newbies come through the door and learn many of the same lessons that I learned mostly the hard way, which, you know, you only have to learn things the hard way once, right? Unless you unless you don't learn your lesson, at which point you do things over and over and over again, and you don't actually learn. But I learned my lesson one time and one time only. So when I decided to run an ultra, I was a newbie. So here's the tie-in here, right? When I went from running just casually, you know, I had run two marathons by the time this job came into play. And it was right around the time when I was spending more time running on the dirt roads and the trails because of where we lived. And I was exposed to this idea of ultra running and I really gave it some serious thought. And I knew enough to be dangerous with regards to running, but not enough to get me to where I wanted to go. So I had to learn. I had to make that my job of learning everything I needed to know in order to get myself across the finish line of my first ultra. And I will be the first one to tell you, 
it was very uncomfortable. I don't use the word struggle often, and I'm going to do a whole uh, separate episode on why that is. But this process of being new and uncomfortable and being a newbie and having to learn everything about running an ultra is was a real struggle for me. And it is because I went through that process of really struggling, like crying while I was out on runs because I had no idea what I was doing and whether or not I was actually going to be able to finish this race. And oh, wouldn't I be such a failure if I didn't complete the race and everybody knew about it, right? Like I really kept, this is kind of a side tangent, but like I kept that first race pretty close to the vest. Like I told my husband, obviously, and maybe my mom. (laughs) Like that was really it. I did not tell anybody that I worked with. I really played it very, I downplayed it. I didn't talk about it because I didn't, if on the off chance that I did fail, which at that point I thought was highly likely, I didn't want anyone to know about it because I thought that that would make me a double failure, right? Not only did I know I failed, but everybody else knew that you failed and oh, what a tragedy that would be. And so back then, I just wanted to fast forward through the difficult stuff, through the uncomfortableness and get to a place where I knew everything and I could just be confident in my abilities. But looking back, I'm actually so glad that that didn't happen. I'm glad that I I actually didn't have anybody to walk me through the process. I'm glad that I had to literally Google everything (laughs) and figure it out all on my own. I am grateful for the learning experiences that I had during training. They are quite literally how I ended up here today. And if I hadn't gone through that process, who knows where I would be? I Most likely I would not be standing here talking to you guys. All right. So to any of you out there listening to this that are thinking about trying to run your first ultra, or perhaps you're in the early stages of training for your first ultra or your farthest, and you're experiencing some level of frustration and discomfort, just know that it's for a reason. And don't try to fast forward through those times. I want you to really embrace them and learn everything that you can. It's okay to be new. It's okay not to know what you're doing. But what's not okay is to throw up your hands in exasperation and give up when the going gets tough. Because that is precisely the time that you need to dig in and learn everything you can. Because I'll tell you from personal experience that what's on the other side of that frustration and that stress and that discomfort is a thousand percent worth it. Okay, you guys, I hope that was helpful, um, especially to any of you that are thinking about running your first ultra, or maybe you're signed up and you're actively in the process of going through being new and learning and having the ups and downs and the frustration and the excitement and all of the things. All right. And if that's you, I want to invite you to join my private group over on Facebook. This is for women exclusively, and it's an extension of what we talk about here on the podcast. So you'll just go up to the search bar in Facebook and go type in run your first 50k and request to join. And there are just a couple easy questions that I'm going to ask you when you request to join. So and when you answer them, that helps me know what you're working on and how I and we as the group can help you. Okay. 
Okay. And if you're ready to take things to the next level, maybe you've gone through the process of being frustrated and learning and being new, and you want some more help, you want some more focused, targeted help, you want someone to help shortcut the process for you in a meaningful way, not just fast forward, but teach you all the focused things. So you don't have to do what I did, which was Google everything, right? Then the applications for the next round of run your first 50k are open. And I want to encourage you to apply. We start on Monday, January 9th, 2023, which is right around the corner, you guys. And applications will be open now through the 28th of the month. And I'm actually keeping them open a little longer than I normally would because we're coming up on the holidays and I don't want you to miss out on your opportunity to get into this program, okay? So just as a quick recap, this is my six-week group coaching program where I walk you through the process of everything you need to know to successfully complete your first ultra. Everything from how to make time to train, even if you're super busy, Uh, what kind of training you need in order to complete an ultra, everything from walking, running, cross training, strength, mobility, and rest. Yes, that is, that is a form of training. What else do we cover? Um, How to keep yourself from getting injured, the best way to develop confidence, how to navigate the highs and the lows of training, what to expect on race day, and how to overcome the unexpected things that might pop up. I mean, everything you could possibly imagine, we cover it in Run Your First 50k because I want for you to feel super prepared when you show up on race day, right? I want you to know all the things and be confident in your ability to just go out there and kick ass, all right? So to join us for the live program, like I said, you'll need to submit your application. To do that, you go to runyourfirst50k.com and you'll see the little button that says submit your application. Spots are filled on a first come first serve basis. So keep an eye on your inbox. Once you apply, you'll get an email from me maybe with just a few follow-up questions. Uh, So you'll want to jump on that quickly so you don't miss out on your spot. And as a side note, if you want more information about the program, a little bit more of like the nitty gritty of what's involved and what's included, what the benefits are, then um, you'll want to go listen to episode 116. It's called Announcement for 2023. And that's where I go through in detail, point by point by point, and talk about the program and some of the episodes, uh, sorry, some of the upgrades uh, for 2023, some amazing stuff that we're going to do in this coming year. All right. That's all for this episode. You guys enjoy this beat and I'll see you all soon. Mm -hmm.